You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Uh, today, we were destroyed by uh, large birds, Donkey Kong, Batman, and I did a lot of smelling salts. So you have to excuse me if I get a little jittery. Your, uh, your eyes strangely look very similar to his in that video. So, I would say what? I give you a B plus on the, the entire act, but I give you an A plus on the eyes. Thank you. Hey guys. All right. It's, it's me now. It's not Adam Gase. I just have a Jets jersey on. Say, say it with me. Just endure the suffering. Good job, Jets. Another week of tanking for you. But welcome back to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Week 14 is in the books. We've got a lot to talk about on this episode. I'm, I'm excited uh, for Chef Boy. I don't, I don't know if it's like, is it rude that like, I'm not like overly excited because like I'm just so used to you winning every week now. Like just having a the, just the, the record just keeps improving. It's like I'm happy, but I'm not like raise the roof. It's like I just expect it at this point. Yeah, it's gonna make um like future years. We're gonna really appreciate these moments because this it, it's, I'm kind of getting numb to it. I'm getting numb to the winning right now. That's not good, maybe, because then that might mean that, like, if we get too numb, then, like, the the money sports gods will stop blessing you. We can't think that way. You're, no. the, you're like the positive energy guy. I mean, I got as much work and effort that I put into this. I feel like your energy helps me because I can put hours into this, but without the energy, you know, it wouldn't make sense. Right. Adam Gase energy at all times. That's how we keep it over here. That's why I had to wear this because I am tired today. So every time I put this on, it's just like coated with smelling salts and then my body gets real hot and itchy and then I'm just wide awake like Adam Gase. Um, But yeah, we, uh, we had a great, another great day. Chef Betts did amazing. Uh, I think with the bills, the bills win six and two, we had a huge, uh, huge, huge bet hit today. Think it was a uh, how many how many units? Yeah, it was. We've only, we've only released three of these plays all season, so that just shows you how rare they are. But it was a four unit play on the the Bucks and the Seahawks um, teaser. So, I mean, the bets are on fire seven. across the board. I think it's twenty four and three out of the last twenty seven bets, Chase. So incredible. It, I almost like people don't believe it. Like when they see it, I don't think they believe that twenty four and threes happen. They just who's the who? Who are these guys? Who is the chef? Why is this guy cooking food, and is he a bookie? Is he off the record? Who is this guy? I, I like the, the element of, like, mystery to all this, though. I will yeah. say that. Maybe we should stay, like, low-key. Maybe we I, should I just kind of – like, the mystery of, like, the chef boy, like, the, the picture when they click on it. They're like, oh, this guy's just trolling. He's not really 24 and 3. And that's fine, you know. I'll keep that, no, Joe. That, that's, the, that's the energy. And, unless, and until people – uh, watch us or listen to this show, like you find people that are watching and listening right now, then no one's ever going to really be able to know the legend of the chef boy. 
So we have to get the legend of the chef boy out to the masses. We've got to get the legend of the garage guys out to the masses. And, and right now on this very moment before we go any further, we've got to get the legend of the drip drop. All right. Drip drop RS is a proud sponsor of garage guys, fancy sports. Some of the best hydration products on the planet. You're drinking some got this bottle right here. I got my hot drip drop, but I'm getting ready for like bed. I'm, I'm getting used to that now. So I love it. Um, yeah. so we got the new stuff that came in. You got to get yours should be on the way. Hope it, hope it's on the way. Some would say that the drip drop could be responsible for my hot streak. It's you, you really, you can't rule it out. You can't rule it out at all. So that that's a possibility. So you drink drip drop, you may get as hot as chef, but you'll automatically be as hot as chef if you just follow his plays over on Rotoballer. But, um, but with drip drop, uh, basically there, there's a new look. For drip drop i got this got this little card right here it's a bold new look for drip drop and it's the new look same patented formula still with three times the electrolytes and half the sugar of sports drinks the science speed and explosive flavor you've come to trust with a bold new design to match i do like the new packaging uh it's like navy blue it's got like line it looks fast it really does like it looks like it's ready for nascar it's ready for nascar season it's, they, they, they got it to where it's already got lines moving backwards. So it's like when it's going forward, it's just leaving it all behind. Maybe they're branding it for NASCAR chase. I hope so. Uh, I'm glad that we, that we could, uh, we could, we could do that for them, that we could get them into NASCAR and they made fast bags. So drip drop fast bags order. Now garage guys, 20 at checkout, get hydrated like the garage guys drip drop RS. And we'll be back at races next year. Yeah, yeah. Starting with the Daytona 500, Michael Jordan's going to be there. That's going to be cool. Another year drip drop, right? I mean, we haven't really have we technically announced that we're going back to races because of drip drop. Yeah, I put my hand up on your hip when I drip, you drip, we drip at all the tracks. All right, yeah, I'm we just will be going about back. How much fun Charlotte was when we got to hang out, and then I'm imagining a world where we don't have coronavirus. I'm imagining that world. Hopefully, it's sooner rather than later, but I don't know. That's my favorite dream. That's my favorite <laughs> dream all the time. Um, we still did yeah. incredible um, in Charlotte with very limited uh, access. We still had a great time. We did. We did. You know, and it's, it's just, it's going to keep getting better and better. I'm ready for next season. I don't know if you saw recently, uh, they have a NASCAR series right now on Motor Trend. The last episode just came out. I watched it last night. Randy's on it. So Randy oh, is our friend. Yes, Randy the plumber, the the uh, the elder garage guy. Um, he is he is there. He's on that documentary show. Are you, you have to. I'm serious. As I'll get out, I tweeted but about it earlier. It? Where can I watch it at? You have to get the Motor Trend app, and you have to pay for it. So, uh -oh. congrats. Out. Yeah, I'll I'll send you the clips. <laughs> I'll send you the clips. But yeah, okay, he's in perfect. it. It's, it's pretty amazing. You can hear him announcing Chase Elliott and all that stuff. It's good stuff. NASCAR's coming back. We're excited for it, ready for it. I know a lot of you guys are too. Thank you guys for sticking around. Um, and also, hopefully, you're having fun with NFL football and what we do with NFL too, with DFS and sports betting. Um, if you are, please like, subscribe uh, here on YouTube. And then also rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. The more that stuff 
is continued to, to happen for us, the bigger that we can grow, the more money we can bring in, the more cool stuff we can do for you guys. And we have a lot of awesome stuff planned going into 2021. So tell one person today about Garage Guys. And now I'm going to stop with all the, uh, the, the corporate jibber, corporate jibber jabber. We're not even corporate and I have corporate jibber jabber. It's so, time for the fun. It's time, it's time for fun. It's time for what you came for. So now that you've skipped all this way to this part, hey, it's me. It me. All right. <laughs> Week 14, we, uh, we had some DFS picks. Some of them kind of fell through the cracks. Gaskin got COVID, ended up bringing in, was it DeAndre Washington? He didn't really do much. He was kind of a dud. Um, the Chase Edmonds deal didn't really work out because Kenyon was 100%. And so there was, there was a couple of, of, of floppies on the DFS show, but the bets made up for it. That's what matters most. Aaron Rodgers did well. Didn't we talk about Aaron Rodgers? We talked about Justin Bear Herbert, and yeah. we talked about Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Bridgewater got 20. Did we talk about DK Metcalf? We did. We did talk about DK. Go DK. That's our DK. Not to be mistaken with DJ more um curtis samuel also did decent robbie anderson they pretty much robbie and curtis did did pretty decent today um going up against denver and then of course mike zecchi the man himself went tf off and he got hurt and i was super bummed yeah i know it's that's the worst part about it it was kind of a really cool tight end day um, we, we had some, some big tight end stuff, big tight end energy was out there. Um, I don't think, I don't think Tonka Tanyan had quite the day we had hoped for. He scored um, them, right? Yeah, it was decent. So, I mean, we, we did call that much. Like, you I'm can't win them all. I forgot to tell you this before we started. So I had a thought last night late, um, and I rarely do this in DraftKings. I, I said, I'm going to stack the Chiefs, um, the Chiefs Dolphins game, but I'm going to put both tight ends in. I'm going to put Kelsey and I'm going to put Gasecki in in the flex. And then I didn't do it. And like that would have been a winner because I'm pretty sure this is one of the few weeks we've seen multiple tight ends have two scores. So, yeah. Would have been a big day. Like I think I had Kelsey in a lineup. I think I had Gasecki in a lineup, but I, I didn't stack them. So it would have been huge if I'd done that. That would have been the biggest of bigs because, like, in every lineup that I had, like, as far as the points go, if we want to get into kind of the points, Derrick Henry on the day with 39 fantasy points on DraftKings. And then uh, Jonathan Taylor had a really great day as well, 33 fantasy points. Tua with 31. That was big. Yeah, that was and, a half it, and half of it came out of nowhere. I mean, they were out of the game completely, and then they came back. This is garbage time, baby. That's the, that's the beauty of it. Like, and, it, and I feel like it's a lot of those things, too. And I don't know about you guys that are listening, if you guys feel this way, too. But it's like when you're going to make your lineup sometimes and you're doing these things, it's like you kind of have like – you're very you got to be confident in what you're doing and where you're playing if you're going to feel good about it and move forward. But there's always like those little, bit of, those little bitty thoughts that just kind of like fall in the cracks of the back of your head. And it's like they're not pressing. But, like, if I ever get, like, a pressing thought, like, I, like I have to play that person I'm thinking about. But I had, like, this little slightest little feeling about, like, Tua's probably going to have to be catching up and playing from behind. But I think what held me back the most was, was what held everybody back, which Fitzpatrick. You just didn't know yeah. if that was going to happen or not. Um, you can't really control it. Was that two weeks ago he came in for him? 
or three weeks ago. Yeah. So I think he's finally like, he's getting the hang of things for sure. I mean, for them, for Miami to hang in like they did and almost come back like to against the chiefs, like that's, that's pretty nice. Like Miami's. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like the game was never, I mean, it was like 30 to 10. I feel like it was out of question. But they just kind of like let go. Just let yeah, them it felt, rack it felt up. like a, it felt like a Matt Stafford lions game where they come back, but they don't belong in the game. Right. To me, I mean, you're, you're, I don't, I don't disagree that they deserve a little bit of credit, but I thought their defense kind of was a letdown today. I thought they would stand up a little bit more. They had some turnovers early in the game against Mahomes, which everyone was freaking out about, saying like, "Oh, the Dolphins' defense is for real." But if you look at the, yeah. the longevity of the game, dude, they were just giving up chunks of yards at all times. It was never. If you take away the turnovers, it was not. It was another Patrick Mahomes Chiefs just. Domination. Doing yeah. Doing what the fuck I want. Hate me all the is fuck there, you is want. Is this the best offense ever? It's hard to say, man. Like, I don't like saying stuff like that, especially, like, after the whole MJ LeBron debate. It's like I've gotten to a point now to where I'm, like, respect the guys for where they're at, like, in their levels. But I honestly – it would be – I couldn't – be 100% honest. Like, if you were asking me about, like, a NASCAR driver or something, I could be able to dig my mind back. But you also have to remember that, like, I didn't really, like, get, like, balls deep into football until, like, Ricky Williams and Mike Ditka. You know, I was a kid. Like, really little. Yeah. yeah. So, I uh, – I mean, to me, I, I think the, the, the 2007 Patriots team was the best offense of all time. Which year? The 2007 Patriots team. The one with, where they went undefeated until the very end and then – the one where Randy Moss just went off, and then they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez, and yeah. everyone was everyone Aaron was Hernandez. undefeated Dolphins team. And, oh uh, yeah, the uh, what was that? The seventy? I can't remember. Year seventy five, uh, seventy six Dolphins, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's like the one team that's like always compared to. Yeah, no, see, in 07, I was skateboarding and smoking tons of weed, so I had. Dolphins. I lied to you. Which which what which it was home what? Seventy-two Dolphins. We were off by four years. Seventy-two. Okay, it, we, we, we were in the decade. That's all it matters. You were skateboarding and in two thousand seven Patriots team, so you weren't around for like the 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 Brady Moss thing where you weren't watching much. All I watched was Saints. That was it. I would watch the Saints game, and then football was done for the day. Like that's that's where I was at, and then I was like, all right, gotta go, because I was a skater boy. I said, see you later, boy. You know. <laughs> So, shout out to Avril Levine. That was my crush, man. Loved Avril. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think uh, though, like I, I don't like comparing generations, but it's definitely in it's in consideration. I think you would agree with me. Like it's in consideration. The, the whole Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Mahomes trio. Just take those three. It's all you need. Yeah, Travis Kelsey's definitely the number one guy. Mahomes is as well. And then Tyreek Hill just being as fast as he is and as talented as he is. It is insane. It's just weird, man, because it's like, you know, with Tom Brady, it's like he was an older guy. He was more established. He was in. You just kind of knew, like, oh, he's he's earned his time. He's been here. This is a guy we're talking about that's been here for, what, three, going on four years now in the league? Yeah. It's wow. hard to, like – because you watch him play, you see what he does, and it's just like, wow, that dude's really good. But it's like there's going to be somebody possibly better than him. And you just know that now. That's kind of like where our society is. We're always expecting what's next. 
And we don't, and that, I think that's the problem. We don't really get to appreciate players like we used to in the past now because everybody's worried about the BBD. They want the bigger, better deal. So it's, uh, you, get, you do got to appreciate them while they're here. And I will say I that people need to. I get your point, and I think there's something – there's merit to what you're saying. It seems like there's always a next guy, kind of like Lamar Jackson was the up-and-comer. And it seems like now Kyler Murray got that early uh, talk. Yeah. Not anymore, but he was getting the same talk as Lamar Jackson early in the year. Um, but my what I when I watch, I don't, I don't see anybody coming up that's going to – I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be one that we say, like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. I think Mahomes is like that personally. Yeah, it, it's just – it blew my mind knowing that, like, he was so young in the league and they were all like, future Hall of Famer. It's just like you don't yeah. think of stuff like that. You know, it's like it's this, this dude's been here for two years. He came from Texas Tech. He was a Red Raider. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? It is It like, is random. It is random. Like, the whole thing. Yeah. And the, the way it went down, too, with uh, – they were already, like, an elite team with Alex Smith. That's, that's what makes it even stranger is, like, they literally put this guy on the bench – uh, for a little while, and then Alex Smith now has had this weird story arc where he's like gotten injured and left the Chiefs, and and then today he got injured again. I don't know if you saw that. So we're we're looking at Alex Smith 10.0 coming up, dude. If he has to get another like surgery, he need, he really needs to quit. Like he needs another needs to addition to the <laughs> leg brace. Yeah, it's like I was happy to see Dwayne get back in there. He's a ho. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. uh, what was that movie? Um, with the with Bruce Willis. He was a robot. He lived in the house. I can't remember. Breaking Benjamin. I will not bow. <laughs> That's all I remember. I don't know. They used to get high with uh, touching light bulbs. That's how they got high. Psst. Psst. I haven't seen this. It's a crazy movie, man. You need to watch it. I just wanted yeah. to ask you: Is there a Westworld season four coming out? Is that is that a thing? I forgot about Westworld. I did too until I thought about the host. Yeah, I did, that made Alex me think Smith, about like, outside outside of Andrew Luck. I think Alex Smith would classify as a robot. Like he would be number two, right? Alex Smith wants to fight Aaron Rodgers. That's all I know. You think so? He's mad, dude. Yeah, because he was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers, not Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Be real. I mean, you remember the draft? You remember watching? You watched it. Like a bitter bend in his body, man. I think that guy's just like a—he's just happy to be. Well, not now. He got his ass humbled like hard, dude. Like he, he broke his leg in half. It snapped. <sighs> he's gonna run away with uh, comeback player of the year. Where's Case Keenum at? That's who I want to see. I want to talk to him. Good question. Colt McCoy's got you fired up. Like when I think Case Keenum, I think Colt McCoy. So that whole wheelhouse of thinking. Has got your your backup your backup quarterback energy yeah. flowing. My receptors are turning. I've been hanging around you too long now, so yeah, it's like I'm ready. Next thing you know, we'll be on a three way conversation with, with with your old pal DP, and we'll just be sitting here just talking about the good old days and and guys uh guys of old. I wonder if he's uh, thrilled that Chase Daniels got got in the game today again. I don't know if you saw that, but Matt Stafford got hurt for a little while. Yeah, he had his back broke again. So he had to just go punch how, it. How many backs has Matt Stafford been through? Seven, probably. If I had to take a never guess. never misses a minute of time. It's amazing. Yeah. That game, I don't think, like, other than that, there wasn't really anything. Like, I think that game was pretty expected. It was expected to be that way. I expected Devontae Adams to have a bigger game than he did. But, I mean, he had a decent game. I think fantasy points. Yeah, he was, yeah, like 27. I was expecting him to have, like, 40. thought he was going to be, like, the leader. I thought say, they were your just, expectations are. I need to 
Very yeah. high. Tractor Cedo level. <laughs> okay. That's where we're at. Like in any week where you got it, like, I don't know. There's so much to talk about. I'm just looking at all these players right now, but I hope that you enjoyed this Kansas city rant and backup QB rant. Uh, and we're still going to talk about all this stuff continuing forward. But um, with that game though, th- th- Miami does have a lot to look forward to. And then Kansas city is the new Patriots in my eyes. And that's literally kind of how, how I see that there. But um, you didn't have, you didn't have anything on that game. Did you? Yeah. You didn't have nothing on that game. On the Chiefs game? Yeah. I don't believe so. If, if anything, yeah. I had them in a teaser, but I don't think I, I played them. One that we can get out the way pretty quickly, um, uh, one of the best that you had, Colts uh, versus the Raiders. You had um, – we you took a – I want to say – Colts minus two. I got it. Minus two and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was two and a half. Okay, so yeah. you had them um, – take care of business every day but Jonathan Taylor goes off do you think that uh he's going off in the perfect time or he should have been doing this all season long or did it just take him this long like I you probably watched more of this game than I did I was I'm just the Colts are just one of those teams that like I just I've never been that interested they're a boring team, but they're actually a um, – they're like a sharp – you know, when you think Vegas sharp people, they're probably going to be big Colts fans because basically they're, they're not a sexy team, but they are really, really, really solid. Like, if you go down the depth chart by position chase, the Colts really do, like, stand out. Um, yeah. Plus, Frank Wright is a great coach, man. Yeah. And then, and then the Taylor thing, I don't really think it's on him. I think it's more of – they've been doing this committee thing for so long. It's kind of like the Patriots, you know, the Patriots used to rotate guys. Um, right. You know, Taylor was in a dream matchup this week, so it makes sense that he went off, but that doesn't mean that next, I don't even know who they're playing next week, but next week could be a, a Heinz week, right? Like we, we never know. Yeah. And we, I mean, we saw Naheem do some stuff today too. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, they still have that going for him. I think that the big thing for me in this game, um, and I, I tweeted this earlier, and this is a serious question. Who in the hell gave T.Y. Hilton HGH? Because this dude, like, literally, it's like he was gone. He was hurt. Nobody cared about him. He was going to be a thing in the past. Uh, you had, like, Zach Pascal was supposed to be on his way up. And the, the new – the rookies, what was it, Mitchell Pitt. or something? Michael Pittman. I can't think of – what is it, Pittman? Michael, Michael Pittman's probably him and T.Y. Yeah. are two, two big guys now. Um, yeah, so T.Y.'s back, though. Like, T.Y.'s back, back. Like, he had a day. Yeah, and he scored, I think, three straight weeks. I picked him up in a lot of season-long leagues. Um, but, Chase, I think this brings up, like, a really, like, a fundamental point. And you see a lot of these fantasy football analysts saying, like, when you should drop people. And a lot of people were premature on T.Y. But to me, it's like, what do you expect when you have a uh, very weird offseason with coronavirus? and you pair a new QB with T.Y. Hilton, it just takes time. And, and to expect someone to just come like come in and, and get the same production from that receiver, I don't know. I think people are crazy for dropping T.Y. Hilton. First. People have been playing Madden too much is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I saw people, people, I saw people like hot takes like, oh, dropping T.Y. Hilton and, and, and picking up like someone's third running back. 
you know, like some teams third running back and dropping T.Y. I'm like, are you serious? Like, yeah, I'm done with consensus fuckers, dude. Like, it's after today. Like, I wasn't gonna tell people, and and we, I'm gonna talk about the Eagles Saints game. I don't want to stay too hung up on it, but it's mainly gonna be about Miles Sanders, just because that's another example of like the consensus telling you like what to do and then everybody just copycatting off of each other. And then like, now it's like you all look like a bunch of like idiots and there's nothing you can do about it now. And you're just going to sit there. Oh, well it happens sometimes, but it's like people need to open their eyes wider to realize that like this came from somebody's brain randomly. They just had this hunch and then it was somebody of certain credibility. And then everybody that wants to be that person is just going to do whatever they say. Just, just They're going to shit and then they're going to eat it. Human centipede, fantasy consensus. That's well, what it is. Are we talking about Miles Sanders? Is that what we're talking about? We're talking about Miles Sanders. We're talking about people telling you to drop T.Y. We're talking about people telling you to drop uh, – what, what was the one earlier in the year when Antonio Brown was coming in? There was some people saying to drop Mike Evans – like, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, like, why? Like, what are you doing? You know what well, I mean? I don't think half the time, Chase, like, that's where I get into – you've heard me get into mine. It kind of comes off as me being stuck up probably to, to some people. But you hear me get in my rants where I'm like, the people that are saying that they're dropping Mike Evans aren't actually putting any money on the line. It's, yeah. just them, it's just them having a hot take and they're not actually – there's nothing at stake, so there's no repercussion. Like, if there's no repercussion to what you're saying – then you just you just say say anything yeah so it's like i can literally like i've I've done it before and i've been right and then i've been wrong and and i think more people need to understand that like that's all that this is like that people just can use stats all day long they can use anything it's like at the end of the day like there's just people making calls and you just you you take it and you roll with it so it's like you know, people got to open their eyes. Have something at stake or they have credibility at stake. That's my, like my two senses. Like if I say something and you know me, you probably wish I was more, you probably wish I was more hot take because I, like if I say something on here, you know, I'm backing it up. With, with You're going to go back it up though. And I think yeah. that that's, that's kind of our foundation now because like before, like there, there was so many times, like even before I did garage guys, I was one of those people. I would just, I like that guy. That guy wore a cool shirt. He's gonna go off, and then he would just go off, and I'm like, I'm I'm a wizard, you know. So it's like that's that's all that happens. That's all people do. Like we're guys. Or if he's like, like a title with a name, like a special name, then you're definitely gonna point him out. Yeah, yeah. If it, Janu, who who is the tight end that you you texted me earlier today? I, got, I can't even remember. Oh, dude, remember. what a name on me, that guy. The you got name. Me so worked up. You got me so worked up on this Mike Evans thing because that was that was a thing. It was drop Mike Evans and drop T.Y. Hilton, and people were serious. Yeah, like AB is a decoy. That's all look, he was. Go look at their benches. Though. Go look at people's season long bench players, and how many of those bench players are actually better than Mike Evans and T.Y. Hilton? Zero, or like exactly maybe a few for T.Y. But you know my point. Like I, I know your point, and I want you guys, Garage Fam, y'all, y'all have to understand this and get to understand. Like, you are not beneath anybody. Like, you don't rely. Like, just look, you, you, you listen to us because you like us, okay? And you know that we're going to do what we got to do, but the difference is, is like Drew says, we're going to put our money where our mouth is, whether that's us actually putting money up or, like, us playing them in a lineup, and, like, that's what we're rolling with. Anytime I tell you to start a person, I'm going to play that person. You know, and that, yeah. that's just how I've always been. 
I know a lot of people that will tell you, oh, do this. And it's like, well, why didn't you play them? Oh, uh, get out of here. Open, open your Twitter feed on – so Monday there will be a game, Monday night. So Tuesday there will be a new whole round of hot takes come out of people saying, you know, this is who you should drive. This person's been washed up. There will be a lot of hot takes on uh, Deontay Johnson, who's had a lot of drops recently. There will be stuff about him. There will be stuff about Juju probably. There will be stuff about the Steelers in general because they've lost two games in a row. So – Ignore all that. Play, we live play in a guy. society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you right Terrible. now, the Steelers are fine. Like, don't yeah. trust their running backs because they have – they don't really have a run game. But uh, the Steelers are going to be – I remember when James Conner like, – I just I, – I, I find myself reminiscing on the Lev Bell days, man. Like, I never got to own Lev Bell, um, you know, on my fantasy team, like, back in the gap. And – the moment I get him, he's with the Jets, and it's just like, <laughs> and I buy this shirt. I'm like, I got Le'Veon. I feel oh. like a big part of our generation, uh, to your point about Le- uh, about Le'Veon, like we watched Chase a lot of really good teams with the Patriots. Uh, the Saints have had a good run recently. But thinking a little bit further back when we were younger, we saw Aaron Rodgers and several of his teams only win one championship. And we saw Antonio Brown, Mike Tomlin, Le'Veon Bell, and Big Ben, I mean, barely really win. I mean, I know Big Ben won kind of before those guys. Um, why, why was that? Why was that, Chef Boy? Who, who was in the AFC locking things down? <laughs> who was locking things up for a decade? But, like, <laughs> but don't you think – don't you think it's crazy thinking back now? Looking back at, like, Aaron Rodgers and looking back at some of those Steelers teams, I don't care what the – I mean, the Patriots had some terrible teams that, that beat them, but – to this day, I'll never forget the one game. I think this was 2017. It was Steelers Patriots, and it was James. It was Jesse James had a touchdown, and they didn't call it a touchdown. Yeah. And then they went, and then the whole the hot take brigade comes out. Conspiracy: the refs are paid off. You know, it's like they did that all the time because, like, sorry, like that's just how things fall. And then you know, Tom's going. He's making his TikTok. He don't have time to discuss it. You know. So he's doing, I love Tom Brady's TikToks, man. Anytime he wins, it's just like, it's like straight hey, dad guys. Mode. It's just straight dad mode. Like, yeah, 100%. I love, I love it, though. I love, I love his new social presence. I think it's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, man, like the football, dude, that we, that we had now, I mean, like it, it's, it's the same in a, in a way, but it's like definitely from doing the show and, you know, making sure that we're getting good information to give you guys so that you guys can use that information. Like, it is – it's a little bit different watching it now because it's, like, it's more of like a process now than it was, like, like back when I used to drink, you know, and stuff like that. Like, I'd go pop open some beers, get the grill going, and, like, just chill with the guys. And it's not like that anymore. And it's like – and it's not that I don't enjoy it, but it's just that you realize that it is literally, like, it's, it's time. Like, it's just new players – new things come in and it's just like, it's constantly evolving and moving and you start appreciating it for what that is. And, um, just a different, different outlook on it. The older you get, the more you're going to realize like how, um, I guess, uh, complex it all really is. Yeah. You just don't really, you can't really tell. It's pretty simple. And I, and I think that's why we just enjoy talking sports and, and from an entertainment aspect and the, the, the picks and the bets and all that, that's where I do all the, you know, the work behind the scenes and it's a tremendous amount of work, but I'm not here. Shitload to... of work. I've seen it. <laughs> Big XL energy. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is, but like, I don't want, you know, we've talked about this a million times. We don't want to be the guys though, that like have to 
what is it? Analyst, the analyst, analyst, rocket scientists, experts. Yeah, no, thanks. I'm good in who I am. And I feel like you're the same way. Exactly. Yep. And that's, that's who we are. So we're always going to be. So that's that. Well, it's um, like an all over the place episode, but there were, I mean, honestly, it's a, good, it. it's a good topic. Like, let's talk playoff picture and, and less about the games because to me, there was a yeah. lot of lot play games chase. I don't know if there's like a, a few you want to talk about individually real quick, but um, there's a couple of things I do want to say. Look, you're right. The bets have already hit. If you were using the bets, great. You won money. You're with us. You're rolling your chef betting. If not, then now's your chance. Rotoballer.com. Go check that out. Um, it's under the bets tab. You'll see it there like literally every weekend. Uh, Drew is working on those and getting them up and they're for free. So they're literally free. And look, and, and I'm serious, guys. Like I, I can't stress this enough. If you're listening to this show, and you need something or, or there's a question you have or whatever, just DM me. I will get back with you. Drew will do the same. We want your feedback. We want to know what's happening. And we want to be able to help you guys win because we've got a lot more stuff that, that we've got planned and we want to get more inclusive with what we're doing with you guys. So definitely start that like today. Like you're listening to this, like do not hesitate to reach out. Do that. A um, couple things I didn't want to say about the game today before we do talk playoff picture. Um, and I like that, by the way. This is totally on the fly, guys. So you're getting like this is wild, wild boy specials right here. I haven't done a wild boy special we need in a hot to get, like game by game, right? And that what we usually do. Yeah, it's like you know, let's throw it out, like because I mean, it's, it gets too scheduled for so long. I don't want to bore these people. Like, let's just let's. Who, who knows what we're gonna say next? Stay tuned. <laughs> um, but uh, the Gardner Minshew's back uh, was not an exciting day for the Jags whatsoever. Derrick Henry piss stomped them. As to expected. the ground. Yes, as expected. Track to That's really all we wanted to say, right? I mean, like, Minshew's back means O'Shaughnessy's back. So That's right. That's right. Big Minshew to O'Shaughnessy energy. I'm ready for it. The season is not over. It will come. Have faith, Garage Fam. Tight End Appreciation Club. Join it. GarageGuysFantasySports.com. 25 bucks gets your membership for life, and you get a T-shirt <laughs> for free. So do it. Um the uh, the other game, and, and this is going to kind of branch off, like, and I'm going to try to keep this quick too, is because is it just me or is the NFC East kind of getting weirdly competitive? In that way, it's like I guess if you have so few wins, Chase, it has to stay close. That's my theory. I mean, it's, it's like mathematically you have to stay within a few games of each other if no one's really winning. But the past few weeks we have seen an uptick. Yeah, it's and it's it's crazy because like I, two three weeks ago we're just like dogging on the NFC East like this shit show of a division, and yeah. now it's like today, you know, you had the Forty Niners uh, minus three against the the football team, beat the fucking brakes off of them, dude. Like I love Washington. I'm so glad that like this team is re-energized. Ron Rivera, Blackjack Del Rio. It's Casino, baby. It is Casino. It's Blackjack Del Rio season. It's Ron Rivera season. Their team's playing like their team plays harder than any team I've probably on in the NFL. Like they Man, play. Dude, hard. Chase Young is such a hitter, dude. Like yes, big Chase energy. And that's a perfect example of like people always want to draft QB. You know, one on one in the draft, and they want to start that with that franchise QB. But you really can rebuild your team through a guy like that. Like he's. I'm not saying he's the only reason they're winning. I understand that a defensive player can only do so much. Look at J.J. Watt. He's been amazing. They haven't won anything. Um, 
Too but, many injuries, though. That's, that's all it is. Yeah, and Butchin like ruined their roster twice. Yeah. So, but you look at Chase Young, and you look at basically like it's a bunch of random players on on Washington. Uh, the defense is great, but you look at the offense, and it's like Terry McLaurin and a bunch of random guys. I mean, JD yeah. McKissick, Chase was just a random guy for the Seahawks. Like he's yeah, just a random he guy. He and I remember when JD was with them, and then he just ends up here. I mean, he didn't have like a, the super amazing day like the industry thought that he would or like we thought that he would. Yeah. Um, he, did. he had like 10 points. I don't know. Yeah, it was about like 10 points. It was, it's whatever. But, you know, the the thing about the defense with like Chase Young, like I'm, I'm a big – like I know I like tight ends. Like I'm a big tight end energy guy. But like, dude, defense is like that's, – that's what I – when I played football, I was defense. Like I played on defense. And so like that's like just the hitting, the intensity of playing on defense. Like it's a whole other level. Montez Sweat, Chase Young, like, those guys, dude, like, I love that defense. Like, I love that team, man. Like, and I, you know, I know that, that a lot of people are, like, you know, not happy with Dwayne Haskins or whatever. Give him a little bit more time. But that's what you did when you got Chase Young. You bought your offense time. Because you get that defense in there, it gets strong, get that right. Because defense wins championships. Let's be real. They might not win a championship this year, but they can win the division. But now they got to get past the Eagles. And I, and I I don't think you know Washington's going to be in a record where they're not able to go into the draft and get a top like five draft pick for QB next year because they're winning enough games to where they'll be in the. I'm not saying they can't draft it; they can definitely draft a QB. But my point is, I think Chase that like they're a prime candidate for someone that could probably um, go in the free agency and, and pick up a QB that can a serviceable QB. Like you don't have to go blow it out the water. You're seeing that you can win games with Alex Smith. You know, and I love Alex Smith to death, but let's just say you can get a small upgrade. I don't know who that is. Is it Jameis Winston? Like they, yeah, they're gonna have to do that because they hadn't drafted a quarterback since RG three. I don't think, uh, or like, uh, like Haskins. They drafted Haskins. Yeah, well, Haskins is. That's what I'm saying. Haskins is the most recent one. I don't. I think that they that there's still faith there. I think that's, that they still that's know. Done. That's done. You they you think it's on. over with? They've moved on from him. I mean, they they basically moved him from starting to third string. They put uh, who was the guy that got injured before Alex Smith? I want to say it was Case Keenum. Yeah, so they they literally moved uh, Haskins from like number one on the depth chart to three, and the only reason he played today is because like I think he's only the only other active QB. Yeah, I, I hate that too, man. You might be right. You might be right. You might be right. They might be giving it more time. But I think me, they, they have to, man. You that's a lot of that's a lot of like. Yeah, where, where did they get him in the second? Uh, no, um, you talking about second overall? Late first, maybe late first round. The early first. Early first. I know they took Chase Young. I don't know. Yeah, that was it, yeah you're right. That was two years ago. I, I mean, look, it, I'll put it to you this way: with Washington, I think that what is it? Fifteenth, the year before. Fifteen. Okay, so. I, I think that if the, they should give it one more year with him, I do like him. I loved him at Ohio State. Um, thought he was a really good quarterback. I mean, he showed some promise. It's just that I don't think that that maybe he's exactly what they're looking for. He's more of a pocket guy. He's not really get out and scramble. So maybe that's kind of like what they're trying to get and what they really want to have in the long haul. I don't know. But it just seems like the tight end position and Washington will always stand strong. Like Jordan Reed was like my dude forever. When he could dude had, yeah, dude had like what thirty five million concussions and still was just like rocking the show. 
and he's still playing now, like for the 49ers, like he's out there yeah. today. It's incredible. So that's where my love kind of started for tight end. But, you know, there's just there's a, there's this weird thing that I have with Washington. So I really dig them. Yeah, Jordan Reed always was that guy that if he could stay healthy, I felt like he was someone I wanted in season long, but he was always getting hurt. I don't know. Maybe it's a bad thought. It was just for me, like, I remember, like, when Kirk Cousins was there, like, it was just, like, that was his dude. Like, that's his go-to. Like, I've always looked at, like, like when a and, – and maybe this is why I think the way that I think. And maybe this is a good learning moment for myself of becoming aware of why I do things the way I do or, or, and for the listeners and for you. is just because, like, I think back to, like, my past experiences with, like, players. And then, like, what I've noticed is that, like, by what I've, like, seen happen – it kind of translates in a weird way to like new players with another play. And you can just, I, I feel like I have like this premonition where I can just kind of tell, like, this is who that quarterback's going to gel with. This is, you know, this is going to be a good match, like whatever. So I could go on and on. I'm a rocket scientist analyst. I got one, expert. For, you. I got one for you before we move on to the Saints game. You're going to love this theory. And I feel like you would be a huge fan, especially with Blackjack Del Rio and Ron Rivera. Give me, give me theories. They draft a QB to develop, but they do a one-year interim of uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick to bridge the bridge him over to next year. Have a, a year of Fitzmagic with a with a rookie QB underneath him. Yeah, you can't let off of uh, a Fitzy until you you see the gas out of the <laughs> tank. Do you see the light go out in his eyes? His beard. He's, he's playing better now than he did when he was. I mean, he used to make so many more mistakes than he does now. He's a Harvard man. He, he ages like fine yeah. wine, you know. I mean, are you telling me, like, if you told me right now, Alex Smith or Ryan Fitzpatrick with Washington's roster, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, yeah. you don't have to worry about a robot leg breaking. And he wears floral button downs. So you can get behind my theory, right? One year of Fitzpatrick, and they have, like, a, um, a you know, prospect underneath in the draft. I like that. I also, I also like this. If if uh, Trevor Lawrence actually does go to the Jets, I like Darnold to Washington. Love it. Yes. Love it. Yeah. He would make a I mean, great. They have, they have the foundations of a good team, team. especially like they. Yeah. I think if you add a another weapon, and I know they have these guys like Sims, like Stephen Sims, and well, another, they have two different Sims. I'll play him from shits and giggles sometimes. Dude, they got to they got to find them like a, a permanent guy that's going to work there. Number Where's two. Trey Quinn? Where is he? I want Trey Quinn back. I do too. I love that guy. <laughs> You're right. Just some random dude that like nobody knows. I'm telling what happened to him. The Chris Hogan's of the world. You know. What about Taysom Hill though? Let's talk about him. Okay. Yeah. So another NFC team, and I'm excited about this because Carson broke Dick Wentz is finally getting shoved aside to the role where he is good luck Chuck. He People come in to his area, they get around him, and he prepares them to basically take his job as he's trying to do the job. He is good luck Chuck. I figured that out tonight. Like, that movie was based on Carson Wentz. Jalen Hurts looks great. He still has some work to do, obviously. There's still a lot more that needs to go. He's got to get the jitters out. They do not need to let off of Jalen. And this is coming from a Saints fan, by the way, wearing a Jets hoodie. This is coming from a Saints fan wearing a Jets hoodie. Okay. 
for the Saints, they just they didn't bring it. They didn't play like they meant it, and there's really nothing else to say about it. Jameis Winston didn't need to get in the game. Taysom was fine. He just – they didn't do enough in the first half, and he said it himself. Nothing else to say. If you're a Saints fan, they did it to themselves. Understand, move forward. Looking at the new situation now with Philadelphia, I do like Jalen. And then the Miles Sanders thing that went down today where everyone and their mom was like, sit him. I'm thinking in my head this morning, like when I'm going through all this stuff and like I'm reading, like I'm just seeing what people are tweeting and I'm watching like NFL Network and whatnot. Don't get me wrong. I know that our defense is good. I know the Saints has a great defense. I get that. You, you, it's, it's like, um, it's like going to the roulette table, like, and you haven't been there for a little while. So you haven't really got the gist of like where the ball's landing. So literally when you walk up there, you got a brand new quarterback in play. There's this new spark or whatever. You just got to let it ride, man. Like I saw this as like a a trap game before the game even started. Like I just had this weird feeling like this is going to be a trap game. I can see it now. I can feel it now. Everybody's expecting the win. Brand new quarterback in there. It's gonna. It's they're gonna. They're gonna find a way to win, and they did. Um, so I mean, that keeps the hunt closer. But the whole Miles Sanders thing to me, dude, just proves that like nobody knows shit. Okay, nobody knows shit. Remember that. Devil's advocate though, like I, I you know, I looked at some rosters and I, w- I would have advised benching Miles Sanders because Chase. I mean, you look at. I think New Orleans has not allowed a has not allowed a, a starting rusher to go over 100 yards in 56 games. That's insane. Like that is an insane stat. I'm not saying that you bench him for anybody, but well, the, the reason that people were doing that was because of Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Yeah, I didn't see those people then because, like, to me, it was yeah. just more of like if you're bitching him because the Saints don't give up rushing yards. That's the argument for me that works because they they haven't allowed yeah. rushers to to, to to do the thing. What I was trying to explain and like like where what I saw is this is like I'm seeing a lot of very numb skulled people that are just stupid and just feeding whatever the big big wig people on Twitter with verified badges that do fancy sports yeah. are telling them. And so it's like all these pop-up analysts that just have cartoons and shit in their Abbey, not Chef Boy though. That's not a cartoon. That's like a Norman Rockwell and mine is too. So yeah, I think but, you did the graphic for me, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I love <laughs> Photoshop. It's fun. Um, but you know, w- Brian Flores is not coming to Philadelphia with Jordan Howard. He's not going to be the goal line vulture. You don't, it's a whole new system. And with, with Jalen, the Saints defense was going to have to figure out this brand new quarterback. They had, they had college film and a little bit of film and not a whole lot. So Doug got to be creative and that opened up those lanes for miles to do what he did. Yeah. You know, he was a great tournament play in DraftKings. If you, if, if you're out there and you played him hats off, I bet he was like 1% of it. And I'm not even talking about DraftKings, though. Like, I feel bad for the people in season long. There were so many people in season long that, like, they don't listen to, they, they, they don't listen to us. They've never heard us, um, you know, and, and I'll see them, and I try to follow as many people as I can, talk to as many people, and interact as many people as I can to let them know, like, hey, like, you are in control of your team. Like, you, you can't get mad at these people when they say these things. You have to understand that they're people just like you. You've got to control your team and use your own instincts and do those things. And we'll be here to help guide you and give us our advice. But at the end of the day, you're the one that sets that lineup. 
And that's been the cop out for everybody in generations. But I just saw things differently in Philly. I don't know. I saw yeah. it differently. I mean, I, I can't, we would have to see everyone's situation and to, to truly judge it. We have to see who did you bench Miles Sanders for? I haven't seen those people come forward and say like, I benched Miles Sanders for Chase Edmonds. Yeah. You know, like, or I, you know, or I benched. I would hope nobody would do that. Like Miles you know, like, Sanders. My point is like we can't we can't make a blanket statement and say like Miles Sanders should never be benched or Miles Sanders should always be benched. I mean, like, I don't I'll know look what at that guy way. that tweeted us like did he did he tell us who? Well, he, he didn't tweet at us. I saw where he was like all these all these people in the industry fucked me in my playoffs, and I'm just like, damn, that blows. Like I felt bad for him, and like I was like, because I've been there, I know what that's like. It sucks. I just quote tweeted, and I'm like, hey, like, stop listening to them. Listen to guys. We'll tell I, you what's up. We'll give you our probably, opinion. I probably would have been torn on Miles Sanders if I had him. I don't, I don't own Miles. I don't have him. Maybe you do. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. But, like, I'll tell you this much. If I was going to go out and get Miles, I mean, you, he was definitely a guy that went decently early. Um, I mean, to, in my mind, that's a guy that you, you leave in that spot when he's playing because that's a guy you went after early on to get, especially with a running back and how much they're valued in fantasy football. you got to play that guy. So, I mean, that, that's the way that I look at it. And that's just me. And, I'm, you know, that may not be the smartest thing in the world, but like I said, uh, I, I've – I like your points that you're – what you're saying because this goes back to what we were saying earlier in this episode about against the, you know, the industry norms are always piggybacking off – uh, of what other people say, but I don't want to do that shit. Yeah, but you got to think, Chase. Like you, you brought up a good point too before about Taysom Hill maybe affecting uh, Alvin Kamara's stock, right? Because Taysom Hill's a running a running quarterback, so people can look at Jalen Hurts and they say, "Oh, well, maybe this is like a Jalen Hurts offense is going to be a lot of read option, where you're you're faking the handoff and you're running the ball as a QB." So that, like, you see what I'm saying? That that, that could impact Miles Sanders' value, not. I'm not standing up for these people. I'm just saying there's an argument for it, and they could have easily busted too. Well, yeah. I mean, look, you're always going to have stats. You're always going to have things that you, people can prove and say, here, this is what this is based off of. And look, That's fine. I can't. But at the end of the day, it's just like I'm going to look at this game. Like now going into next week, I don't know who the Eagles play next week, but there's more film on Jalen now. There are time to prepare for Jalen. There are different things. And what's what happens to most tight, I mean, to most quarterbacks that are new that get into an offense and then they get start getting figured out, they're gonna lean on the tight end position. It's just this weird instinct. I've noticed it for a long time. So don't saying, take this. Are you saying Jalen Hurts is going to target the tight end next week? Is that what you're trying to say? I, f- I feel like if he if he's figured out a good bit, like he's going to try to get dumped off the tight end a good bit. So maybe Richard Rodgers. Who knows? You know, not Dallas Goddard, uh, not Joe Dirt or uh, Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. It's Richard Rodgers town now. It's over. No. Game. I think Fulgham. I think Fulgham. I don't know. I'm not getting into all that right now. That's that's for next week. But mainly well, what I'm Richard Rogers. Richard Rogers, the man himself, <laughs> Fugugli, whatever that tight end's name was from earlier. Um, but yeah, it, long story short, uh, the Cowboys got a victory. Their defense was rocking today, but they played the Bengals. Uh, revenge for Andy Dalton. Good for you, guy. Um, Joe Burrow's hurt. Still probably wouldn't have mattered, but, yeah, Bengals still kind of suck. They need Chad Johnson back. 
Um, so other than that, dude, the NFC East is just, it's, I found it interesting. I found it weird. Um, but they, they may, maybe we're getting to where we're going to start seeing that, them be okay. And maybe another division will turn into the shit division. Eh, I don't know. I'm, I'm iffy on that, but I feel like good given, for now. I feel like we've given them their talk for this episode. They, the NFC lease has got enough attention. They've overstayed their welcome. They have. They have. I agree. Okay. All right, let's just go straight in. All the other games were great. Check Chef bets. Playoff picture, we're almost there. By the way, fantasy football playoffs, your bye week totals? <laughs> 200 points. Yeah, wish you could have played today, huh? Yeah, I wish I could use some of those points <laughs> next week because I'm probably playing. Am I playing you or no? You are going to either be playing Adam Ronis or Scott Engel. Okay. And I will be – I definitely won, so I'm going to be playing our guy D. Brown. Got to beat D Brown because I want it to be me and you in the championship. I want this. I want it. I need it it. in my veins. Inject it. Like this ice water. Drip drop. Inject it. We can analyze our – It doesn't have a needle. Like we analyze the playoffs too. We can be like, this is what Garage God – this is Garage God Chase putting Miles Sanders into his lineup. Watch him do it. Metaphorically speaking, (laughs) analyze this. Okay. (laughs) Robert De Niro. Um – Playoff picture though. Let's let's go ahead and dive into this. We haven't really got to talk about any of this kind of stuff. We've been kind of hooked on the you know you watch the DFS preview show on Rotoballer. You get to see what our picks are there. Like this is just you know it's been nice because Garage Guys, this podcast, you guys listen. This has been where we've actually just been able to have conversations and talk about what's happening in the league and everything else that we do here at Garage Guys. So it's been cool. And plus the year's dying down, so it's been chill. But yeah, it's it's right around the corner, man. Like fantasy football playoffs are here. We know that the real playoffs are coming. Um, right now, I know that with the Saints' loss today, they didn't get to clinch the division. I know Green Bay. Uh, I think they won their division. Uh, the Steelers clinched. Um, who else? There was another team that clinched today. Um, uh, Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. I think those were the three that those are the three that I saw at least. Um, so I, mean, I don't Kansas know. City, like starting starting from the AFC, like with the, with the Steelers losing tonight, Chase, Kansas City basically would have to lose two of the next three games to not get the one seed, right? I'm thinking about that right. But, I mean, that, yeah. that's close enough. And it's different too because you remember we got we got to add in the uh, the extra teams, the playoffs too. I think there's there's what two extra teams. In the playoffs this year, two extra teams, one per con. Yeah, so you got you got four division winners, and then you have three wild card teams. But only one uh, team in each conference gets the uh, the buy. So the Chiefs, basically, by the Steelers losing tonight, if the Chiefs take care of business, they will have the buy. Right. So yeah, I think that's going to happen. Um, regardless, I mean, tomorrow. Does, is tomorrow's game going to have any implication? Yes, tomorrow's huge because basically if Cleveland wins, they will yeah, be 10-3, right. and they will essentially – not only will they be only a game behind the Steelers, if Cleveland wins tomorrow, they'll be a game behind the Steelers, and they'll be basically locking up that first wild card slot. Where the hell did they come from, man? 9-3. <laughs> and three. Isn't it crazy? Like Just, just like that, like people were just talking about the Steelers being undefeated. This, they will be one game behind the Steelers if they win tomorrow. Yeah. That's incredible. But that's the and, thing. And I, uh, like a 10-3 and three team will be a wild card team, right, as it sits right now. 
They would be a, yeah. a five seed, and they would play. They would play the Steelers as it sits. Right. Um, I know I said that. I said that wrong. They would be playing Tennessee if it if it ended like this. They're playing the the Browns would play Tennessee again. That's who they would play in the in the playoffs if it started today. In the five four matchup, so it's the the two plays the seven, the three plays the six, and the five plays the four. The seating. So I'm gonna have to look at a picture of it. My brain is like totally visual. So who um, you have right now? Let's just talk about this. So you'd have Cleveland playing Tennessee. You'd have Indianapolis. You have the Colts playing the Bills. That'd be a great matchup. And you yeah. have the Dolphins. We had that last year, didn't we? Colts Bills. Did we? Didn't we have Colts Bills last season? I can't remember. Maybe no. We had we had Bills Texans last season. Yes, and it was a wild game. Went into like didn't go to overtime or mm-hmm. yeah, it was crazy. The Bills. I have was getting to, a haircut. The Bills <laughs> should take care of business now with the win tonight. Like they 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 would take a it would take an ultimate collapse for them not to be a top four seed. Absolutely, Jim Kelly is so proud. Like, dude, I'm I'm stoked for the Bills, man. I just remember like the the legend of the '90s and how they got there and they never won it. Like it'd be cool to see them get one. Um, I'm definitely rooting for the Bills, man. I have one for you here. I think this is the question for, before we move to the NFC. Mm-hmm. More likely to bust because I feel like a lot of these teams are good. Like Kansas City's good, Pittsburgh's good, Buffalo's good, Tennessee's earned it. They're good. I think the question is: you got two teams here that are Frogs. as good. Uh, like I think these two teams are good enough to beat anybody, but also could lose their first game and not ever be talked about again for the season. And that's the Cleveland Browns, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. Which of those two is more likely to advance? Um, Who do yeah, you trust? I would... the, the, the Colts and, and Frank Wright and Phillip Rivers – or the team that has more talent probably on, like, the skill positions, like the Browns. they got Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry. Yeah. I'm going to trust the guy that has a Super Bowl ring um, in Frank. So, that's where I'm going to go with that. He got his Eagles Super Bowl ring, OC. Yeah. You know, now he's the HC <laughs> in charge. I think, of, I think they're kind of viewed – the reason I asked you that is I feel like they're they're kind of similar in the aspect of no one really treats them as a serious contender, right? Yeah. I'll tell you right now who I think is frauds in the NFC and who I think is frauds in the AFC. I think the Rams are frauds, for one. Right now they're tied with S- Seattle. So, um, Seattle's right – dude, like right below them was what it looks like. Hold on. Let's see. They're both nine and four, so it just comes yeah. down to the head. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, it'll probably be – if I had to take a guess, it would be Seahawks going to win that division easy. Um, the Saints are my team. The Saints worry me because I've seen it so many times. And it's like I – you know, if, if we win – if we get to the NFC Championship game and we win it, then I'll get excited. I think that's the Saints – I think the Saints really need that. I don't know why I feel this way, and that could, that could be in, in, in creator in creator feel this way. But I feel like they really – need the bye week yes and, and we lost that today and today you're now you're tied with the packers but who won the head-to-head packers saints the packers won right um let's the see beat the saints this year and then the bucks beat the packers yeah yeah no. yeah the bucks have beaten the packers but the, so, the saints lost to the packers in week three yes Dude, it's so, been forever ago Crazy. So, 
that really explains. All right, so to me, if the Saints get the two seed, they're most likely going to draw. Yeah. So they would be drawing either Arizona or Minnesota. Okay. So, yeah, we would hope that that would be Minnesota because we need to get Minnesota out of the way. I'm being completely selfish right now. 100% selfish. Just get Minnesota out. See, I feel like you would, or like would be scared to to play Minnesota after the way that went down. Yeah, I would. Be. I don't want. I want Minnesota gone. I don't want them involved oh, yeah. in the playoffs. Go away. Oh, I rather. I would rather face the the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> confident that we could beat them. I very confident. Like we're we're not gonna let them do it to us twice. But the Vikings, ever since the miracle, it's this psychological warfare, dude. I can't stand them, and I want them gone forever. I don't want nothing to do with, with Valhalla Vikings. Don't. Well, I think it would be very weird. I'll say this. If Arizona gets that last playoff spot, which is right now where it sits, that would be very strange because that would mean three teams from that division get in. You'd have all three Rams, Seahawks, Cards. And that just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Like I feel like something's going to – the Vikings would have to sneak in to take them out. Yeah, but it's possible. Like that's the way this is set up. I mean, it's just it's it's more it's it's not so much about like who's the best from the division. It's more of who's the best in the conference. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's what I like about the way this is set up. It's it kind of gives everybody that chance regardless of where you are. I think that with the NFC East, we should do away with divisions. We should just be <laughs> done because like they should not get in the playoffs at all. Any team from there for the past couple of years, but they get their free little spot. I agree. That's going to be a big, um, that's going to be a big playoff storyline is who's going to draw the NFC East. Cause you got, I hope that I hope it's Washington. I really do. Well, no, I'm saying who's going to draw that matchup. Like who's going to get that opponent because that's going to be a big storyline. Cause right now it's it's slated as the Seahawks. Uh, It's either going to be Tampa Bay, Seattle, or the Rams. Tampa Bay, Seattle, or Rams will get the first-round matchup where they go on the road to play a game where they'll be favored by a touchdown. You see Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But like, what, what is going on in that division? I think, I think that's Tampa Bay's spot, man. Because like, think about it. The Rams and the Seahawks and the Cardinals are going to be all beaten up. With, like, they're going to be playing each other the next few weeks, I'm assuming. At least some of them will play each other, and they'll lose. So if Tampa Bay takes care of business – and the Vikings should have, like, the Vikings could have put themselves in a playoff spot if they would have won today, or at least in a better spot. I I'm surprised if, they didn't. I thought that the Vikings were going to take this game today. Dan, Dan Bailey screwed them. Yeah. But the, Always I the mean, kicker. Always the Vikings kicker. I'm glad, because that was my big bet. It was, it was, the, it was the Bucks after a bye week. So they had two weeks off, or a week and a half off. And I had them and the Seahawks in my big bet, and it hit. So I'm glad that Dan Bailey choked. That's the first I, – I consider myself a pretty unlucky person. But today I'll say this. Dan Bailey missing those field goals was some of the best luck I've had on my best bets in a while. So I, it's, it's, it's Ever since you, bet, you met me, your luck's been high. <laughs> I've always been a lucky little shit. I don't understand it. Like That's literally what my grandmother used to call me. You lucky little shit. Like all the time. Who give you credit? There's – there's no way I'm 81. I'm 81 and 45. There's no way I'm 81 and 45 if I wasn't. Doesn't that sound fucking good to say? It's wild. I've never done that. 
Never. We're 81 and 45, like in, in our first like real, like functioning full year together on this show, you're 81 yeah. and 45. You have a best bets. Like it's just, we could, and we couldn't do this stuff without you guys listening. Like, because there yeah, would the be real, no one to talk to. And the real OGs that, uh, that subscribe to the Patreon chase. Cause that was the first yeah. season that we actually documented. Like my full season was tracked. There was hundred percent transparency. Um, so we're on two seasons in a row winning records, which is just crazy. So I'm it's pumped incredible. To, I'm pumped to do it more. Um, but back to the playoff hunt, I think the 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 biggest story is um, who would who's going to get the one seed between Green Bay and New Orleans. And I think that comes down to I don't know the schedule. Who do the Saints play down the road here? It's gonna we we have a we have a pretty decent uh, a pretty decent schedule. Like it's not team. like. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna be playing the Chiefs with Taysom. You got them at home. Uh, yeah, that's home. And then you got on Christmas Day. You have the Vikings. Man, that's two tough ones, kind of. And then you got Carolina. It's a winnable game. It's regular season Vikings, though. It's different. Like playoff Vikings are completely different than regular season Vikings. Um, the so Packers. Like, the Packers have Carolina, Tennessee, Chicago. So Tennessee is probably the only one they could lose. Hmm. I see. And I don't think that Tennessee is going to bow down easy this year. I think they got as far as they did. Yeah. And, and also too, I, I know that I mentioned Washington. I hope I would hope Washington gets it, but we have to be realistic now. Like Alex Smith's out. Like if, if, if Haskins can come in there and be like, Hey, I'm going to prove to them that they made the right choice with me. It would be a different story, but I've got to think that the Eagles will take it at this point. Uh, just no. from no. I got to. No, I got to think you. the Eagles will take it. No, nah, they're the Eagles. Are the well? I don't know. It could be any of the Giants. The Giants have the best chance to knock off Washington. The Eagles have Arizona, Dallas, and Washington left. And the the game they were supposed to lose for sure was today. So you're right. Like this was the game everyone was kind of marking off as a loss. So the fact that they beat the Saints, right. it means they're back in contention because they can beat the Cowboys. We know that. Honestly. I think Arizona, I mean I think Arizona should beat them, right? Arizona should. I think it's going to come down to that week 17 matchup, Washington versus Philadelphia. But if the Giants win next week, then you're going to be right back where we were, where it's all three of them kind of in the same the same boat, but it's so funny we're talking about the NFC East again. It's like it's kind of fun to talk about cuz they're all so bad. Yeah, dude, it's I'm looking right now at a couple of different things too, like all the scenarios. There's so many right now. Like we're going to be able to narrow it down when we get a little bit closer to to you know to the playoffs, and um, there'll be a ton more that we can talk about. But it's just, I think the craziest thing about it, the reason we kind of wanted to discuss it, and it may, maybe maybe you don't feel the same way, but I think it, me guessing is just because like it's already week 14. It feels like I still feel like NASCAR ended last week. December yeah. is such a black hole of a month. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And I think the reason we want to talk about it too, Chase, and this is maybe just a, a weird feeling I had. There aren't many teams that are that good, and that's why there's so many people that we feel like can win it. Yeah, it's just a, it's a very strange year. I mean, I think for sports in general, like, you know, like you, you know, in the NBA, you got a powerhouse like the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, they're pretty much just going to like skirt through and get it. And I mean, they were challenged, you know. 
who do you consider outside of the Chiefs to be? I can poke holes in the Packers, the Saints. I mean, outside of the Chiefs, who do you consider to be? I mean, the best uniform team right now is the Steelers. I mean, they are just they they've kept their composure really well. Like they they're just a they're a system team. They're systematic, and you know they they've had two losses. I don't think that things are are like. I mean, they came apart. Don't get me wrong, but the Bills are good. Who do you trust? I trust. I, I give me the Bills over the Steelers. Yeah, oh, yeah. I trust the Bills over the Steelers one hundred percent. Well, they're I mean, just they're that wild card team. But yeah, like I think I think the thing is is like with the Bills, like I feel like McDermott's a little more willing. Like he knows his weaponry. I mean, everybody knows what their weapons are, but he also knows that like when you have a guy like Josh Allen under center, like you can just kind of wing things sometimes. With a guy like Big Ben and the weapons there, you kind of know what you have and you just got to put the ball where it needs to go. So you got to rely on that. Whereas you get in a pinch, boot scoot boogie with those tree legs to the end zone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird year to me. because, like outside of the Chiefs. I think it's the Chiefs and then everyone else. And that makes it fun because there's so many teams that can win it all. Love Andy Reid. Shout out to Andy. The man himself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think I another think, thing, too – What's what's strange – sorry to cut you off. What's strange is I think the Chiefs' biggest – this is really weird to say. The biggest or the most likely team to take out the Chiefs, and you're going you're gonna to love this, I feel like it's the Titans. Because they and got them last year. And, that, and that's just – yeah, I guess maybe last year's – I'm just thinking about the roster makeup and, like, who can really take them out. Calm is real. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to beat the Chiefs. I don't think Buffalo's going to beat the Chiefs. And you got to understand, Kansas City's defense, like they would have, they're going to have to tighten up very tight on that run game if they want to hold Derek back because Derek knows what he, what he did wrong last year, which he didn't do a lot of wrong. It was more just offensive play. And now you're not worried about Delaney Walker anymore. You know, you're using a three tight end set now, which sucks. Um, the tight you know, but, third down defense is just so bad. And, and just thinking about that against Patrick Mahomes, it just ugh, man. Yeah, like Vrabel's gonna have to get creative. We're gonna have to see Ryan Tannehill run some in. You know, remember when Ryan Tannehill was it Ryan Tannehill that threw the ball to himself? Like, yeah, yeah, had like a first down to himself or something. That was beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need more of that. We need more of that creativity, Mike. If you're listening, which probably not, but it's okay. Um, I, I mean, I want to see the Titans. I would love to see a matchup like this, like the Saints and the Titans, or um, not really the Packers Titans. I feel like the Titans would take them out pretty easily. Their Packers defense is just not going to hold. It's not going to hold. That's, that's what I was going to tell you. Like, I don't, I can poke holes in the Saints, but I trust the Saints over the Packers in a weird way. Yeah, it's. Such I a think, thing. like, dude, like the four teams in the playoffs right now that I trust Seattle and Tampa Bay who are wild-card teams, just as much as I trust Green Bay and the Rams. But they're, they're all the same, is my point. Like, anybody can win this thing. I, I think the it's Seattle, evolution, man. Yeah, I think Seattle could be – I mean, who do you take in Seattle versus Green Bay in a playoff game? I know Seattle's had a bad defense, but if you had one playoff game – I'm taking I'm taking Seattle. I'm taking – I like I, – I like Aaron Rodgers. Don't get me wrong. Um, I've just seen, you know, he has Devontae Adams, whereas Russell has Russell. Russell has DK Metcalf. Russell has Tyra Lockett. And then 
you've got uh what's his name uh the other the other more guy there's another more guy there i oh, think david moore. david moore yeah and he's like a deep threat and he can just come in at any random time you just never know you okay. know you know i i like i like i like seattle and i think that i I, I trust Seattle's defense a little bit more than I trust Green Bay's defense. See, and that's where you're getting hot take, and I don't think it's that hot, hot of a take because we're just now seeing Seattle kind of come to their own defensively. I agree. I think it comes to who's more fast-paced, who's going to be able to rack it up quicker um, to where you don't give Aaron that chance to steal the game from you in the last You're talking about like Adams style, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know, man. That would be a shootout probably. But my point is you got your number one seed that's probably going to get the bye because New Orleans has a tougher schedule. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know if we trust the one seed. So it's going to be a wild playoffs. The only team we, I feel like you can trust is the Chiefs. It was last so, year. Remember last year? Green Bay got the one seed and then, like, they got bullfucked out of the way by what was the 49ers? Yeah, I mean, you had a big, fun episode about that. Yeah, and I was like, Green Bay, because I was like, I was trying to have so much respect for them. Well, I mean, you look at Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Rodgers, and it's kind of pretty nice. But I was just mad because we fucking lost that game and didn't keep the one seed. Their, their, persist, like, their persistence to not use Aaron Jones, I know we've time in the episode, but they will not use him, man. They will not use him the way he should be used. That bothers me. I have his jersey. He won me a championship, but don't worry. We're we're, we're entering his time. We'll we'll get our you know eighty yard run. Don't worry, it's coming. We'll play we'll some have like Celine Dion. Forty point game for sure. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. He always does around this time of year. Probably be against the the Vikings if they play <laughs> the Vikings again. Uh, I don't know, man. I there's so many players that I could if I could just get in a coach's ear, try it like this. They'd yeah. be like, fuck off. Who are you? And I'd be like, it me. It me. I'm white. <laughs> W-H-I-T. It's me. E. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Great movie. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's so much more. So, there's still so much more to unpack, too. We got plenty more stuff to come. This has been a good episode. For us, hope it's been good for you guys. It's a good it's conversation. Like my brain was in a million different directions. I feel like that's I feel like that's what we do though, because like so many people, and you guys are listening to this now. You listen to podcasts. Probably this is not this is probably not the only podcast you listen to. Everything else is so uniformed. We're not that. We're just guys. I, I missed the the cold opens. I'll say it again. I think I said it last week. I'll say it again. We tried to find one. I, I swear to God, I, I told, I told, I told, I told Chef. I was like, "We did. Look what for do we one. got? We did look for one. We couldn't find the. the if it's not going to be a good one, we don't yeah. want to do it. We've got to wait till like that perfect moment hits. We had a lot of those moments last year. We, we got to get one of those moments. So that's going to be up to us to be watching post games, uh, interviews, and it's hard too because of Zoom now. Like everybody uses Zoom, yeah. so it's like you don't really get to see all that televised. And when you like a, a close primetime game, you know, if this would have been Big Ben versus Josh Allen and like it's a field goal game, we could have possibly gotten a cold open from that. Yep. It was not that. It was Big Ben faking an injury because he <laughs> wanted a donut. Always. Always got to end it on a non-serious note. All right, yeah. You know what's up? 
Go and follow us everywhere at Garage Guys FS. Follow our TikTok at Garage Guys FS. Yeah, we got a TikTok. I, go, I put some new Miles Sanders content up there. Nice. Watch it. Yeah, do that. And uh, remember, like, subscribe, and tell one person you know face-to-face with a mask on or off. I don't care how you live your life. Just listen. Just tell them. Listen to Garage Guys. Okay, I can't control you, but I can ask you. So please, yeah, tell the world your story, then tell them to listen to Garage Guys, Fancy Sports. All right, we love you, and we will see you next week for week 15. Sports Profit Repeat. It's the garage guys. 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 It's it's it's. It's the garage guys. It's it's the garage guys.